Okay, we're rolling. Hello, everyone. We're back at the Hamlin Scream Fest 2019 this year. a motorcycle going by. Yeah, motorcycle going by. We've got... Is that Billy? Yes. Yeah, the music in the background is Billy. The, the dungarees. dungarees are playing. We're sitting here right next to our buddy Chaos the Clown. It's a little windy, so sorry about Wasn't that. Wasn't his evil brother here last year? It was. Relic was here last year, but if, I don't know. You may recall last year it was... Absolutely pouring, drizzly, terrible. Yeah. It's a nice day and today. It's a nice day today. So by the time you're listening to this, Hamlin Scream Fest will be over, so shame on you for missing it. And missing Relic's trivia. Yeah, it, there's been a trivia contest going on to our left as you're looking at us. And you can answer the question, too. Where were we seated? Yeah, where are we seated? <laughs> now, there were some questions. We're giving away prizes. We're sitting across from the music. We've got the... Is that, that's the, the pug kissing booth, which I'm going to make it make use of later and yeah we're here we're just giving you a quick little we got intro. some familiar faces our hearse people yeah the r.i.p ride in peace are out in front uh who else we have hammy the clown hammy the clown and rob is here the other have, rob the film michael director. derosa michael derosa who we're going to talk to in a little bit very interesting way. very interesting person so we just wanted to give you a little chaos of course chaos is always here people walking by so there's your quick intro. We're gonna pause for a minute, and then I'll come back, and it'll be Plus like we never. There's a lot left. of bees that love us. Yeah, I don't get it, but so there you go. That's intro to Hamlin Scream Fest 2019. Relic's eating some big garbage plate-like thing. Yeah, he is. Oh God, the mask is off. And he's he looks got even some. More new, he's got some new shirts. That I hope are really he badass. To and... Yes. So the, yeah, and another thing, check on our page, Carnival of Randomness. Look for our friends, Chaos the Clown, Relic Nightmares. Not the green-haired Relic, but the other Relic. And buy a shirt. They are cool looking. Rob bought one. I'm going to buy one. We'll stick up, actually. We could probably put up his info on our site. Yeah. And again, with one of these, because it's one of the shows that we do that's really weird, stay tuned for a shit pile of links at the bottom of it. And you might get shocked at all. There might be a picture of me with Chaos up on our site as well. There very well might be, because it's on my phone as we speak, so... All right, so we're going to take a break, but for you for you people listening at home, it's going to be like we never left. So hold that Bye thought for now. Okay, the bees have moved in. It's like a Roger Corman movie. It is a horror been... movie now. We have the bees all over us. And well, Speaking of horror movies, what have you watched recently? Because now it's October. Oh, you don't want to know about one of them <laughs> we watched for a while. But went through, we went through a lot of Rob Zombies, and I saw Three from Hell. Yeah, you did. And all that. I could say about that, if you like Devil's Rejects, you'll like this, and it might even be nastier. See, it's going to be one of those I'm going to go see, but I think, it, what, the theater, theatrical... It's out on... It's, it did so well in its limited release. It's out on the 14th again, but then the DVD, the video release is on the 15th. Yeah. Get on. And I made the unfortunate remark that Sid Haig did not look well. No, and unfortunately, for those who haven't been paying attention to the news, uh, the legendary Sid Haig passed away, and it's very sad because he was one of the great character actors of our time with a career dating back to, what, the 60s? Spider Baby, and what happened with them is he got tired of the same role, so he retired for a little while, then he came back. Because he did a lot of the black exploitation movies, coffee, coffee with Pam Greer, and and then he was. Uh, remember Galaxy of Terror? I do remember Galaxy. But of he Terror. was, I guess, off with the role of Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction, and he turned it down. He said he because he thought it was the same old 
He, but he was in a lot of Tarantino movies. He was the judge in Jackie Brown. He was, and I believe that was the in the courtroom scene when uh, Pam Greer was in there. I think that was the first time they'd been in a scene together since the 70s. Yeah, and then he was in... There's a dog with a, with a shirt on, which one, is awesome. One of the Kill Bill movies. And, of yeah. course, he was Captain Spaulding. May you rest in peace. That's what actually Sherry Moon Zombie on her Instagram wrote, Rest in Peace, Captain Spaulding. Yeah. By all accounts, much-loved guy. And I will admit I was very happy to get some pictures for some friends of mine for Christmas cards and for myself from him. Yes, I actually have one of him dressed as Santa Spaulding. Oh, there's dog love between the wheel dog and the shirt dog. And if you go to his website, it gets the... Uh, Sid Palooza Martin is closed down because of the overwhelming orders. Yeah. And I guess his tootie fucking fruity shirts. Yeah. Tootie fucking fruity. Legendary man. I wish I wish one day I would have had a chance to have met him, but unfortunately that did not happen. Yeah. But so what have you watched lately for the season? I well because it's October, all the channels are playing either decent or shitty horror movies. I uh, the other day I watched the Giant Behemoth, huh. the old 1950s. Well, I watched the 1970s Space Amoeba, which was a kaiju film, and I can't pronounce its real name, but I remember seeing it when I was a kid, and I tried to find it, and I finally did. And it's a movie. It's a movie. It's and a film. plus, one channel is showing Godzilla movies every Friday. Friday yeah, Godzilla. actually, uh, Mothra's on. Uh, Mothra it was on last night. Yeah, Mothra was on last night. Godzilla raids again. Uh, the original 1954 Godzilla. And I do say, I did like the uh, King of Monsters, the new movie. I know Count Mike wanted some more monster action. And some people like the old rubber suit Godzilla, but I thought it was done pretty well. Well, and the thing is, like, I bought it, but I haven't watched it yet. And I think they show a little nod to true fans, too. Yeah, which is good. But, all right, the bees are moving in. We're going to pause a minute. Hang on. Hold tight. We'll be back. We'll be oh. We're live, yeah. yeah. Awesome. What do you say to get candy? But are we alive? We are, well, live yeah, via we're, tape. I'm looking for Chris uh, so. Hello, we're back. Hi, we have our guard be protecting our box of candy now. Wow. It doesn't work. <laughs> we have the Starburst oh, no, thief right now. <laughs> but anyway, we're joined with our first. Only the cherry ones, right? Oh, oh, the, the strawberry lemon. one. Uh, yeah, those are my yeah, favorite, yeah, yeah. too. I'm a cherry fan. I like the cherry oh, yeah. ones. But, Mike's here. Yeah, Mike. Mike is here. Mike, Introduce yourself. Oh, uh, I'm Michael Del Rosa, uh, little, uh, local filmmaker and uh, uh, FX uh, extravaganza. Yeah, FX aficionado. 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 Well, I like I, to use fancy words. I worked uh, in the the industry down in California for 20 years. Yeah, exactly from 1995 to uh, 2015. Yes, you are. Yeah. Where yeah. Were we working? Uh, give some of your highlights. What were some of your big highlights? Oh. Uh, uh, the Passion of the Christ. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Have you ever seen uh, Passion uh, of the Crust? The, no, I haven't. But, uh, <laughs> it's a ginger dead <laughs> man. We, we got to nail Jim Caviezel to a cross. I was going to say, Jim Caviezel did a hell of a job in that oh, movie, actually. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah, it was, uh, that was a tough one. It was weird, too, because uh, we had a, um, at one point, we had stuff coming back from Italy. And uh, my table was in the corner of the shop and making away. stuff and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And there was a life-size Jesus on the cross, like right above my table all day, yeah. staring at me. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> it's kind of It's like if you've ever been to Italy, Jesus is very popular in Italy. Yeah, I would imagine, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I was out there for 20 years. I uh, worked on the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, uh, let's see, a bunch of horror films. 
Um, some little, some small, some big, some tall. Yes, I am legend. Yes, I worked on I am legend. I am legend. I like yep. I like I am or legend. I, so I that legend was true. You I was it. legend. <laughs> yeah, that movie's it's not good. I, uh, I was. I loved Richard Matheson's oh, book. Oh yeah, yeah. Novella. Uh, it's really the, the scary. one with Vincent Price is really the Price good. Price is really yeah. accurate. That's excellent. Yeah. I like it too. It's creepy, and there's a lot of elements that they. Um, and he they, becomes the monster, really, in the end. Yeah. If you think about, it. he's the he's legend because now they're the norm or oh, the plague victims. I would say uh-huh. spoiler alert, but how long ago was that movie released? Oh, yeah. And then the book was 1953. Yeah. It's it's old. Yeah. I think the movie itself was. And they're like vampires. Mm-hmm. And he's just a regular guy. Yeah. He's not like a doctor like they made him. Right. Little known fact too. Um, this might interest uh, somebody out there. Oh, sure. um, I have um, uh, some. Uh, Footage of uh, them doing a test makeup, but guess who's behind the camera? Uh, the original director and who was going to star in the movie? Will Smith? No, 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 not originally. Uh, originally, um, uh, Schwarzenegger. Yes, Schwarzenegger really? was going to star uh, as the scientist of all things, but uh, never was going to direct it. Huh. John Milius, like mm, no. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, think Alien. Ridley Scott. Cameron? Yes. Oh. Ridley Scott. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he actually shot part. test footage over at ADI. Uh, no shit. Yeah, uh, one of the effects uh, companies in town. And uh, it was neat. Uh, I like their concept with their what they're going with. And, uh, I've heard about that, that, that kind of, for years, and I'm surprised yeah. with his star power at the time. He couldn't do it. You would think, right? Yeah, that's how it goes. He wanted to make a hundred million dollar Crusades movie with John Milius, and that never got done. The, the thing that bummed me out is like you know it's one of those things that's like I I, I remember. Um, uh, uh, when they announce, you know, oh, you what? know, you, we want to come work on this movie. Uh, Will Smith is going to be the star for, you know, uh, I'm Legend. And I was just like, what? I'm like, no. I mean, it could have been anyone, you know, but it just doesn't. I, I mean, okay, he had a name. I mean, that's all it was. Yeah. Uh, but that movie bled money. Oh, my God. And do you ever notice these people, they always get, they come in, whoever the character is, it's never regular. They've got special skills. Like yeah. he was military. It's yeah. not like one of and us. You, all of a sudden, fled the zombies. And, and as soon as as soon as you 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 do a wrong casting and it's your lead, yeah. the things kind of just it just shit from the beginning. And like in the book, you know? the concept is okay. You don't have any doctors. You, you have to make sure you stay healthy yeah, yeah. because you're screwed otherwise. Yep. And then also, the, the, what I love about the book too is they're they're creeping on the uh, uh, the they're scratching on the uh, rooftops yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and scaring. And the, his uh, ex boss yeah. looked like Ali Hardy. So it was like Ali Hardy coming back because they're really like vampires yeah. in the yeah. book. Um, our thing uh, when I was working on it, the whole idea was um, that they were they were uh, uh, going clear or something, or they were disappearing. That was one of the concepts. Yeah. And then um, so another thing too, uh, that's what it was. They had to avoid sunlight because uh, they it would like you know eventually turn them you know. Turn, um, we, right. was, <laughs> was it just a psychological thing, though, too, right. like with the garlic? But I was going to ask you, in terms of how makeup and the age of CGI, how has it affected, like, the whole creativity? Oh, big time. Uh, you know, I, I, I actually was probably in that that uh, time period where uh, um, it was just beginning to uh, take off with the CGI. Because when I went out there, out to California, it was in 95, maybe a little, obviously before that, but not too much. Um, and it, I've just watched it funnel down, yeah. and it's literally like a funnel. Like it, it went from from being practical and creating everything down to uh, down to uh, making things in the computer. And, and I think the creativity is lost. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, because you know it's like, oh, we can get some guy in his basement to make this instead of, yeah. hey, let's get a guy who can build us a mask. 
and you know, and it's sad because you look at all the movies previous. You know, they were scary as shit because yeah. it was. And there's also limitations that that uh, you know it creates that actually pushes the filmmaker to make a better, better uh, way of uh, uh, selling it. You know. Well, plus the story, I think sometimes we lose. Okay, I could do all this stuff, the Stasis Machina, with all these effects. Yeah. Screw the story. Yeah. We don't have to make a story that means anything. There's actually too much, uh, too much uh, capability with it. Yeah. it, it uh, like one of my uh, uh, prime examples, I worked on Van Helsing, right? We actually built practical elements for it. But then you watch the movie, and and all you see is these things bounce around the screen. Well, they turned it into a ride. I think. I think they turned it into a ride. And I was like, well, man, no, Pirates man. of the Caribbean was a ride, and it yeah. came. But I thought that movie was actually fun. But, like, well, Van Helsing, I, I enjoyed it. But, but Van Helsing, if you put it, like, slow the movie at least at half speed and watch it, then you can kind of, but it's running by so fast. You know, and everything's bouncing around. Like like the Gollum, that's, that's supposed to weigh, like, 800 pounds. Yeah. And he's hanging from the rafter by, by his pinky. It's like, come on. Dude, number one, it won't support him. Number two, no being could support his own that much weight with one but hand. But your mind interprets these things so quickly that I'm automatically when you start breaking that believability in filmmaking, you've already fucked yourself. You Our know? clown is chasing a BOA for us. Nice. Come on. But one you, thing we talked, we mentioned a little, we were talking about Rob Zombie. You said you weren't a fan. No, you, no, you differentiated between entertaining. But I was going to ask in terms of, who would you say, number one, your differentiated between bad and entertaining bad? And who is a good horror filmmaker oh, these days, you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, these days. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah these um, days. Well, you know what's funny? I have this concept, and uh, some people don't get it, but maybe, maybe you guys will. Uh, I think ah. I think bad horror films. There, there's a point where a, a, a film is <clears throat> so bad that it comes back around to being good yes. again. Um, but but it has to be bad unintentionally. Yes. Right. I yes. think I think probably the for me the prime example of that was the original Evil Dead. Well, you know what? Because they were trying to be serious, and I then they realize, <laughs> you know, they realize like, okay, we can funny this out, and then they just took it and made it into what it is. But the original one, I, you know, what? I think actually they were they were told, I think because they came from a comedy background. Yeah. So, so, and I mean, no offense to any of them, because I, I hold like oh, Sam God, Raimi. I, I love. Well, there's a scene Bruce for Campbell me, in such high regard. I think yeah. it's in the second one, but there's a scene I was at the theater for when the unseen force is trying to find the cabin. Uh huh. And gets you realize it gets it's lost. lost. <laughs> it's like that's dying, funny laughing. because that's something you never see. Uh oh. Yeah. That was a buddy of mine. Uh-huh. Uh, What's up, gentlemen? Oh, we're on a podcast. Yeah. We're, we're, we're right now. Yeah. yeah. We're being graced by somebody with a hell of a lot more talent than we'll ever possess. Oh, <laughs> oh that's okay. <laughs> oh, him, yeah. Oh, him Absolutely. <laughs> You're right. What's up, Jeff? Nothing, you brought me smokes. I love this guy. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, and we're outdoors. Yeah, it's okay. So there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, see how uh, before you missed it, they had a, some folk singer here yeah. singing oh, yeah. Magic Dragon yeah. you know, right next to me. And I'm like, are you a, a, me? A, yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. And now you're puffing like a Magic Dragon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a hot no. But that's the thing. It's almost like a lot of music where these bands in the 70s, if you remember them, they were reviled, and now they're all in. That's all right. I actually got to get home in a minute. Oh, okay. They're all now loved because people can make money off them, I think. Right. But it's called, I I hate the word instant classic. You're not a classic. Yeah, and it's like, oh, this is a future cult classic. But how do you know that? And another thing, too, is, again, I think uh, the the movies that are really gens, like, say, uh, Manos, the the Hands of Fate. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, we don't tell you. We have to tell you the yeah. trivia for that. You know who got paid? No. There was two actors in that movie that got paid. 
the little girl got a bicycle, <laughs> and the dog got a big bag of dog food. Oh, that's and somebody awesome. beat the director and, that, and the director, who was actually a fertilizer salesman, was attacked in the parking lot. Because if you watch the end of that movie, it's implied that the little girl is now one of his wives. Right. So some yeah. old lady beat the shit out of him in the parking lot with her purse, calling him a pervert. That's awesome. And uh, that's, what, that's like Harmony Corinne getting uh, stabbed with a pocket knife on uh, as he's passed out on one of his last days of his films. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, when he shoved his sister through a plate glass window or something yeah. or yeah. door. Right. Um, can I can I just pause and come back? And yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna yeah. pause. We're gonna we'll take a pause. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back. I gotta smoke it. I'll Bye-bye. be back. And we're back. Rob is on the. Rob is wandering, looking for uh, some of the guys from the bikers from the bikers against child abuse group. And I'm back. Michael's back. We're back. Where were we? And um, the, um, your your, your uh, uh, monitor or your uh, PC screen is far dirtier than mine. Yeah, I, I can't see a damn thing on oh. this thing. Thankfully, what I need to see is in red. <sighs> Good. So we were talking. Who do you think best modern horror director these days? Oh wow, that's a tough. Because Tough. the problem is horror movies these days have gone more from scary to just gross. Yes and no. Okay. Um, I, I'm actually kind of still holding out. I, you know who I really am a big fan of right now is, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to totally, I don't remember his name, but um, yeah, um, it'll, you know the who is the director of Hereditary? It's our true carnival fashion, man. Hereditary. Then we'll go back no, to No, no, oh, you, you know no. What? We started. We're rolling. Yeah, but uh, you know what? Um, hereditary. Yeah, let, let, Who's Hereditary? Oh, God. The director of no, Hereditary. We'll finish this first. No, 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 no. No, no, no go on. No, sit, no, sit, sit. I'll come back because no, I'm just sitting there no, doing no, nothing. No, go on. So. Sit down. You're, we're you're fine. Here. Yeah. Let, let him. Yeah, let All right. Hold on. Think about the Hereditary thing. We'll be back. All right. In typical fashion, we're all over the goddamn place. We are with Outrider. Outrider from Bikers, Bikers Against Child Abuse. Bikers Against Child Abuse. You guys are here. So for those that don't know, give us a little background on the whole. Well, BACA is Bikers Against Child Abuse. They've been established since 1995. We're something like 23 years old. We're in 17 countries, 48 states. Uh, we have well over 3,000 chapters throughout the world. And our whole main thing is to empower children. And I think that's that's fantastic. And I've seen you around. I yeah, see we've like seen you guys. I've uh, seen you guys around. I see you at Smoke yeah. Joe's. I see you. <laughs> well, we fit around. We fit everywhere. Bike, we are in the biker world. Yeah. But which is different from us. We're a non-profit organization. We're a 5013C. Right. All right. And so our main emphasis is to protect children who have been abused. And when I say that. Uh, a situation will arise where a child is scared, uh, the perpetrator has been out on bail, and so they'll call us and we'll stand guard at that child's house 24-7. And one thing I would say I would say, don't be afraid to reach out. We all oh. need help, and I know there's a stigma sometimes, or people are scared. They'll protect you. Oh, we will protect. Yeah, like there's Nobody gets past us. No. <laughs> that clown, try, you know, <laughs> evil clowns. Yeah, <laughs> evil clowns, you name it, yeah. doesn't happen. Right. But we'll, we'll escort the child to court. We'll do whatever the what child wants. Exactly. And you know what? It, it, and, yeah, they have to learn, especially from a young age, to reach out for help, yeah. to know that people are there to help. And I have to keep saying that because people will say, no, they'll get me, they'll get me. No, these, they, no they won't. Not. No. They won't. One in five, one in five girls are abused, right? And one in four boys are abused, right, before they're 18. So it's out there. It's happening all over the world, right? And they're scared. But if... All you have to do is give us a call. Our booth is right down yeah. here. We have our phone numbers right on our tent. 
for our help uh, number for calling. We'll put this up on I, yeah, we're going to put this up. We're going to put up whatever. We'll do links to the thing. Here's a brochure. I think it's come more to light, especially because of the scandal with the diocese that people are coming. Because I remember, like, back in my day, it would be something you wouldn't talk about. Yeah. Our mission statement is right here on the back. On the back. Right? That's our mission statement. All right? And what... Uh, we're the Rochester chapter, all right? We we protect from Lake Ontario to the Pennsylvania border, Batavia to Syracuse. That's our segment. If somebody called you, you would get a hold of your other chapter, then, they, right? Yes, they'll call. They'll, they'll get our chapter. But any place in New York State, we have seven chapters in New York State. And what do you what did you say? It's forty eight states, seventeen countries. Seventeen countries. Yes, but well over three thousand chapters. That's Right. Can I yeah. ask, this is a great cause. Yeah. How did you get into this? Yeah. Where did, uh, where did, where did well, the love of it come from? First off, to be a, 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 to belong to Bach, you have to be a biker. Well, right. Yeah. All right. You have to ride a motorcycle. You got to be 18 years of age and, and able to ride a motorcycle. That's the very first thing. So, in most cases, all bikers, all right, do not want to see a child abused. Yeah. Right. All bikers. Well, uh, in 1995, Chief. All right, we all go by road names. Yeah. Chief, who uh, started, he was a psychologist. He was working with a child, and while the child was at his office, the child did well. But he'd go home, and the perpetrator, the family, and everything else, you know, would take everything he worked for away. So he had some biker friends, and he says, what if I put the two together, and voila, it worked wonderful, because the kid... I think it's brilliant. Well, I can say, I grew up, one of my relatives was a biker, and sometimes, you know, you see movies about the stigma, about the bikers, and my thing would be, if I went if I went anywhere, and there were bikers, i go, man, I'm safe here. That's exactly. And the other thing behind that, if you're hungry, find out where they're eating, because they go to the best restaurants, the diners. Yes. Oh, the dogs? Yeah. I think the dog booth may Yeah, know. the dog booth may know. I'm betting they're I'm betting they're probably gonna have the carnival we help. We, we help, help dogs. All yeah, we have dogs, children. There's a pug dressed up like looks like a bunch of grapes. Yeah, I don't know. No, but so anyways, I got involved because uh, uh, the camaraderie, you know, the MC world is, is really they're giving that. Charities and everything else, they have always done. A different it. sort of question because my buddy, our buddy, the amazing Bauman, is a part of our podcast and he's a bike, he bikes. What do you guys prefer for rides? Or do you have something there? Uh, no, yeah. it's, it's, it's whatever kind of, you want, just whatever, what, whatever you want, as long as it does a speed limit. Yeah. One of my friends, no scooters. One of my friends said, one of my friends used to say that you know, people look at me and they don't understand this. I don't ride a Harley because I'm a big guy, no, I need a bigger well, bike. Oh. You know, that's yeah. all. It, it makes no difference uh, yeah. what you ride. No, that's what right. It's the same Bauman, wind. It's the same wind. Well, the Bauman <laughs> will tell you some you will never go on because they're a pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same wind. No, right, riding uh, is. Uh, what makes us different than a regular MC is that, first off, we're a nonprofit organization. Yeah, and the secondly is our women are not property. Yeah. Right, yeah. That's, Unlike that's, some other biker right, yeah. groups that yeah. will remain yeah. yes. nameless. Our women are equal. All right. In fact, I would not mess with her. And in fact, yeah, especially when it comes to an abused child, I would not want to mess with her. But that's the problem. That's the problem. You do not want to do that. The general, but a lot of times in the public, they'll just hear the bad news and they don't realize, take the time out to do their research. And that's the thing. And you look at not just you guys, but doesn't the Brotherhood do a lot of good stuff? Well, they do like a state dinner. They all do. All the embassies out there do something to help children. And that's good. They have toy rides. They have toys for tots and everything else. So, yeah, it works. But honestly, right. if you, you know, for people listening, 
you know, look into it. If it's something right. you feel passionate about, get yeah. involved, well, help yeah, them out. Yeah, yeah. We don't look for people to join us. Right. It's because, well, the best way we put it is this: so right, you volunteer to come to the, our first meeting. All right. After three meetings, you can volunteer to be fingerprinted. Right. All right, because we're all background right. checked yeah, oh, every yeah, three yeah. years. All right. You're, all right, but once you have earned the patch, right, which takes yeah, about a year and a half, yeah. you're no longer volunteering. You're committed. Yeah. Right. Well, I would also say, <laughs> if you hear this, if you know anybody you think needs help, send yeah. them. Yeah. Get a hold of them. We are going to yeah. put their information down. You I'm can go to bacaworld.org. It's bacaworld.org. Right. And we'll have this up. Right. Yeah, I'll yep. put it up. I'll and scan the thing. Any state and, and chapters listed on that website. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you, and you know what? Thank you for helping empower people. You ever want to do it like more of this ever? We have our own show in Rochester. If you ever want to send, you know, we'll help you. Any, yeah, anything, anything we can do to help. I'm going to give you my card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what we're there for. Uh, anything we can do to help you guys. I'm Outrider, and I'm a child liaison. I work with the agencies for children. My name is Outrider. There's my phone number and my email. All right. Excellent. Uh, gentlemen, here's something to do. Uh, we are doing a QR reader on your phone, yeah. costume right. contest, yeah. and the Do a screen QR reader on there, it'll take you right to Any our, our, our video and what we do. Down to chaos and right. Right next to right. Sir, Sir appreciate it very much. Thank Thank Continue doing great work. Thank you. Ready to judge you? Well, too bad. Hi. Hi. And we're back after the costume contest, screen contest, and dog costume contest. We're still here. I got to say something about that contest. Uh, you know, for for as much as uh, I, I adore the um, the uh, organization that they have there to save these uh, wounded animals or whatever, uh, it seemed a little exploitive to have a twisted dog in the in a costume contest as a, uh, a twisted wiener dog. Uh, that's just not not fair. You can't uh, you can't bring that and uh, expect to win because uh, it's kind of exploitive. So I, uh, That's why I, anything, I, unfortunately, of course, I gave the witches 10 surprise. I, I, but anything cute, I had to give like a minus yeah. one. You know, it's point. weird though, the, the, fault, the though. one that should have won was the, uh, the, the the dog, the pug dog with the, um, the, the, the loofah spot. original. Yeah, because the uh, owner was really cute. But my thing was the bulldog was <laughs> and really she's cute. she's listening to that, that's Michael Del Rosa. That was not us. <laughs> well, what do you mean? Well, it could be anybody. Uh, but anyways, no, so no, but I mean, they even, they even made that costume. They, they did. Made. That, I did not know that. Yeah. Awesome. That brings a bad memory back yeah. for me because of what Lupus sponging dog is. Well, yeah. that too, but yeah. that's, let's keep that a okay. secret. But actually, one, that was a costume contest many years ago when I was in kindergarten. I made a costume myself as a TV. Oh, no. And I, I lost. And it turned out basically it was the parents who were doing the contest gave mm. it to their kids. So. You know what? You sure it wasn't on the right channel maybe it was maybe the front was missing and doing i don't know what what kind of what kind of station was it on it was just it was regular tv in the d it was just like i had like happy days oh, okay. and all this all stuff right. on there nothing nothing uh i had the tinfoil hat though oh you know <laughs> who doesn't have the tinfoil hat who doesn't have one of those right i mean come on let's be let's be serious here folks you want to talk about yeah, let's UFOs and uh, eh, why the hell not? Cryptozoology. Yeah. Let's... <clears throat> you know what's funny is uh, I just recently uh, caught this thing and they said they were in Kendall. <clears throat> um, some guy in Kendall said he saw uh, um, a dogman. Anybody can really? tell me? Yeah, yeah. The Kendall dogman. I have never heard of that. Hamlin Screen Fest has been going on. Yeah, and I it's weird because we were actually Joe's Farm. Joe's Point Farm. General admission tickets for anybody to go. Who can Flight tell me farm? how many years? 
straight oh, back to the See, now this is the real costume stuff yeah. right here, man. Three. Where were yeah. you guys? Jeez. Yeah. But no, we, um, actually, we've been kicking around the Damn. idea of doing a cryptozoological episode. Yeah, we've sort of talked on yeah. it a little bit. <clears throat> it's interesting. You know, it's, um, I think, uh, I, you guys should go for it. And I, I honestly think, because if you look at it, you know, don't forget, it was only, what, 100 or uh, 20 years ago when they actually first saw a mountain gorilla? They knew they existed. Yeah. Plus, you have the Pacific Northwest with all this uncharted wilderness. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for something to exist. Does it compare? That's what I'm trying to. Does it compare to the uh, the same ecological system that uh, Bigfoot supposedly exists in? Well, see, you see, the the, the 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 gorillas were up in the mountains, and right. up in the. Um, but don't uh, they say the the Bigfoots live in like heavily wooded areas? True, true. And you go up to like what? especially and British Columbia. They avoid humans. Like right. It's possible, so. but show me the proof. Well, that's the thing. Really? I would love to be proven no. wrong. Loch Ness, I mean. Now, they, that's they, different. They, that's that's different. a little different. They could have they could have just drained the lake. But, yeah. like, in the wilderness, you're not going to really go out and find it. If you look at the ecosystem uh, of, of uh, Loch Ness. They're clowns stalking our podcast. <laughs> if you look at the I ecosystem in the lock, it wouldn't be able to support anything large. Right. Especially, you know, and you think about it. So, essentially, because there would only be one, this creature would essentially have to be immortal. <laughs> well, yeah. Because or, how would it continue to breathe? Hold on. It could also be in a time rift. Oh. What, if it's a, what if it's a weird time continuum thing where it, like, jumps and there's... Fire talk. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I knew they were listening to me. <laughs> what about UFOs, though? Mm. It's like, they, would they yeah. come here to prod See, cantaloupe it, it, the butt? You're grouping things that kind of yeah. are... They're different. They are different. Yeah, 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 they're they're different. They're but they all much. just get lumped into the crazies. Yeah, well, you, unfortunately, because yeah. uh, why, isn't it, why isn't it considered a serious um, research? It should be. To some it yeah, is. Yeah. Sure. And it should be because, uh, quite frankly... Uh, Hang on, listeners. I'm going to go buy a no, shirt. go for it, man. If there's life in the universe that um, that uh, is, you know, other than ourselves, uh, yeah. well, that's important. It's the Goldilocks phenomenon, as they say. Have you ever heard that? Well, or if they call it, is it just right for conditions? Or is it or is it also the, the, the conditions there where those who are in the know want to keep it quiet yeah. and they poo-poo on anything to make sure that it doesn't seem plausible or if you believe in it, you're crazy. Well, blah, that's blah, one blah. of the, the one dilemmas about skeptics sometimes is the people, I just don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't talk to people like that because it's pointless. Uh, you know, they already have their mind made up. It's yeah. like politics, you know. These, Same these, thing. Yeah, they, oh, I don't bother because no matter what you say, it's like pro wrestling. Yeah. You're wrong, you're yeah. right. And then they'll, they'll, they'll drum up some facts. You know, or they'll try to, and or they'll believe some facts that are not true. Yeah. But let's not talk about politics. But, no, uh, but it's the I heard yeah. phenomenon where I oh I heard. Here's, here's the thing: the probability, though. Think about all the all the you know what we imagine that what's out out in the universe it's, instead of what we can see with our eyes and experience within our own you know uh, uh, galaxy. Okay, within that that just within that, there's uh, the probability is so high that uh, you know it's astronomical. Uh, there's a book called. Um, Probability one, I believe it was, and it was—I um, forgot who it was written by—but basically, he mathematically figured out that there was uh, like over ten thousand uh, communicable uh, uh, living entities or beings, perhaps, and just within our universe, I think. Um, and then those, those numbers are just as a mob to the book called "It's Anyone Out There," where we try right. to do a mathematical formula. And even if you well. discount the mathematics, you just have to think on a practical level. In the entire yeah. solar system, we're the yeah. only planet that takes sci-fi aside. Right. Maybe but they that's... don't have technology to travel off their planets. Right, right. You know? right. Evolution. When did they evolve? Right. Because when did they start comparing to us? And here's the thing: is ego. 
you got to walk away from ego because mm. what ego does, it, it presents, especially with scientists, they're like, well, if we can't travel the universe, then they can't travel here. And that's absurd. Absolutely absurd. Right. To think that there isn't a, 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 a society or a civilization that is far more advanced. It could than be us. very different. It could right. be like silicon based. And, exactly. they, and, and yeah. also, we're, I look as anti ego about the universe because we're nothing. Yeah. Exactly. You know, we're going to be, you know, we're just nothing. We're in the but, universe. But here's another thing, too. Think of the probability of all these things coming into being and actually uh, uh, creating a, a, a system able to sustain life, not only life, but intelli well, somewhat intelligent life, right. up to this level, only on just on this planet. If they happen here, it has to have happened elsewhere. Yeah. Just if, if there's, you know, the, the, the expanses of the universe yeah. that we don't even know how far or how wide it is. That's the thing. We've only seen a fraction of the yeah. universe. And I also think two points. Number one, if anything was here, the government would cover it up. And number two, if I was an intelligent life form, I would keep it pretty damn quiet Here's, that I visited here. I don't need to get yonked over exactly. and experimented mm, on. Yeah. Because you have to think. If a, well, they'd if be experimenting on us. Well, well suppose you, they caught you, though. They'd send you, like, to a government. <laughs> oh, and you have to think of it this way. Let's say, let's hypo hypothesize sure. that there is a race of intelligent beings. You think they would just show up at the planet, or would they sit there and observe it first to see what the people were Arthur, like, to see what they were Arthur, getting themselves Arthur C. Clarke said, why don't they land on the White House lawn? Yeah. Well, they did buzz by the uh, the White House back in the 50s, 56. There was that uh, flap where the, oh, the, they got yeah. buzzed by like two or three times. And there was a big scare because, hey, what's entering the space above the White House? Yeah, because that's uh, restricted airspace. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you'd think, right? Well, in <laughs> theory. Except for on certain days, yeah. like 9-11. Yeah, but, theory. you know. There's yeah. some really interesting things about, like, that I've read in terms of this. Like, one person who supposedly got contact from a different... And there's a lot of it's oh, yeah. plausible. Well, there's a SETI blip, which is a short thing. Yeah, oh, the SETI sure, blip, yeah. Sure, Well, uh, the, the WOW, the WOW incident, yeah. Uh, you know... Uh, here's the thing is we think uh, again they what's their 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 analogy they, they want to be not uh, they're listening as opposed to putting out um, I think it should be a, a two-pronged uh, approach do both man if you right. listen because we don't know what we're listening for like, don't just tell them we're there tell them right. where we are yeah and that one uh, voyage or the uh, initial satellites that they put out with the gold record those things are you know, uh, old technology for us now. We wouldn't be able to help play those damn yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. And now, who says that their technology hasn't advanced yeah. beyond LPs? Exactly. Uh, it's just um, yeah, the absurdity. And, and NASA's, uh, you know, quite frankly, I'm a I'm a big proponent of kicking NASA as, as whenever you can because, uh, man, they're a bunch of liars. You know? uh, well, they want uh, the money. That's the yeah. Oh, God, yeah. 60, 60 what, billion a year? Yeah. Uh, that, that's nice. Yeah, 60 billion a year. And, uh, what do they produce? Oh, look, we can uh, float bubble or a bubble of water in space. Yeah. Can you guys do something other than play with your food, for God's sake? Yeah, like, yeah, right. show us something that you've come up with, yeah. you know? Show Even it. if it's military-based, show us something. Show us a moon rock with some mold on it or something. Right. That would be nice instead of petrified rock that they pull off and say is from the moon. Yeah. And well, other, you other know, nations tested it and found I mean, out you know, wasn't. the moon rocks, when they came to Earth, they were little creatures. Yeah, oh, I yeah. saw that movie. Uh, yeah, Apollo 19 uh, or whatever it was. You know, what a, um, if, if you had anything to do with that one, I'm sorry, but that no, was off. I had the hopes for that. I, I thought it was a cool concept. I, yeah, I going but, in, I was like, this could be good. And man, then I watched it. I'm like, yeah. Okay, bad. sort of like that. Suppose I had tons of money bad. and stuff, and I said, okay, you can find, I'll finance your horror film or whatever you want to do. What kind of film would you want to do? Anything? Yeah, what's your dream me? horror film? Kim, it doesn't have to be horror even, something else. You know, I would do my, the thing I'm working on, Skins, which is about uh, the crypto, uh, crypto, uh, 
uh, Skinwalker, Wendigo. Oh, the Wendigo, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Wendigo. It's, it's called uh, Wendigo, uh, Skinwalker, uh, Reiki, um, uh, the Trickster. Yeah, it just another. depends on what culture you have. Daylight come and Wendigo go home. Well, I, I uh, read a lot. Uh, I tried. I delved into Native American uh, mythology and, and some of their stuff. The problem with the, uh, their writings is it's very fantastical. It doesn't, it, like, if you, it, horror wasn't really in their their language even so it's it's kind of hard to grasp what horror is you know under were those they like were, were they like werewolves like yeah, yeah, they yeah were similar weren't they yeah they, 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 they were shamans uh, yeah there were shamans that um, that basically uh, what they did is they killed uh, I think it was either take someone in their family and um, uh, they consumed uh, through cannibalism uh, the person in in, in in sense, being able to take the spirit on of that. I was going to say, was that kind of like, but you know, it also more cultures would eat the heart yes. of the opponent to get the their old, courage and their it was similar. Like we, we used to use the analogy up here, Skoom, Seneca, oh, Cayuga, yeah. Seneca, Cayuga, Anadana, only United Mohawk for the tribes. And it's candy. Candy, candy. takes them. Takes them. How many? As many as you want. <laughs> Just not the whole thing. They're all bare bones. <laughs> so. Yeah, you need some candy in you. So they had the idea there was the grandma and these other things outside of the thing, but members of the False Face Society could go out because they were protected. Yes. But otherwise you didn't want to get caught by granny or by... Yeah. The... And another thing, too, is they would utilize it to spy on other tribes. Like, basically, they would uh, utilize, um, like, the costume of putting, uh, like, a wolf's uh, clothing yeah. uh, head over themselves. And the whole idea is they've, they've taken on the, the wolf thing. So as a wolf, the shaman would, would uh, uh, creep into the uh, tribe, next tribe, see what's mm. what's going on and how to attack them. Because they were always warring with each other as well. It's interesting yeah. to see where some of these come from. Because like Oved's Morphus, they have the story of Lycan, Lycanthropy. Right. But you think of vampires. A lot of people did not know burial techniques. So people would be alive. Mm-hmm. Have to be, oh, they're alive because they, they tried to find the, the bodies. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was it, the old uh, thing? The bell. That the that bell. Was before that. Yep. It was before yep. that. And what did they ask? I actually watched they had something. A tube. On, there was a tube that went up to the yeah. ground. Yeah. I watched someone that. They asked estimated that if somebody woke in a coffin that was buried, they had about 18 minutes of oxygen. Oh, boy. So... That's not long. That's not long enough. Even no. if you ring the bell, nobody can dig six feet down no. in 18 minutes, especially in that time. Now, Remember the dude went off on a cigarette break. break. Well, wow, damn. <laughs> well, a lot of it came, too, also because uh, I believe that because the bodies would float and uh, uh, a yeah. body, because they weren't uh, good at undertaking yeah, it. the death rattle. Right. Well, no, no, what would happen is that the fluids would be on the, the lips. Yeah. So there would be blood-stained lips and stuff yeah. like that. They'd be like, oh, he's been sucking blood. So, yeah. naturally, that that, it was sense. just the natural body. Right. Right. And things yeah. tend to be based on something. Right. right? Just primal right. fears as well. The fear of the dark. Right. Uh, I, and to me, uh, I mean, horror is more um, things that uh, resonate. Like, for me, filmmaking, like, um, uh, what I'm trying to do with skins, I had these really uh, peculiar... Oh, no, please do. Take as many as you want. Yeah. Um... A peculiar moments in there because those are the things like when you watch something it's it puts a scar in your brain it's like, like you you're trying to your your head can't wrap around why you're seeing what you're seeing and 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 to do that is is to, something that resonates for me like uh some of the films when I was a kid uh um there's this little short film that uh uh Federico uh, Federico Fellini yeah, yeah Fellini, Fellini did called Toby Dammit Oh, I've seen it. Yes. I've heard of it. I've okay. never seen it, but I've heard of it. Now, when you saw that, did it not stick with you? Yes. Did it kind of like something? Some just 
growth like when I saw Salo 120 days of Saddam I, I gotta find a copy one of my friends is, it's hard to find yeah. because I guess the Criterion Collection you're gonna have to spend a lot because they had a problem but one of my friends told me afterwards take his all you but he said that one guy in it it's the story of Salo. It's a bunch of Nazis in Italy, and they torture a bunch of people. And there's one guy in it. He said, "Man, I had nightmares about this guy's face." Well, if you do, the bull isn't ours. The bull stays here. Yeah, but you can take all. You can take all the candy. Um, but to me, that's what. Uh, that's why I try to incorporate whenever, whenever I either write something or I'm, I'm working on a, a film, is to uh, incorporate those moments that resonate. Because to me, as a kid, uh, the things that I still remember to this day are the things that effed me up. Yeah. You know, like yeah. mentally, I was like, oh, that, you know. Well, like one of them was like even bad movie, good movie, and not Blair Witch. The concept yeah. being lost in the woods—that's terrifying. They, because they stole that concept, but yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, of course they stole the concept. But, but I literally got lost with my dog in woods I'm familiar with, and all of a sudden you get turned around and you don't know how to get out. But then I'm thinking, am I going to eat my dog? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, no, but know, and sure don't forget, the, like what I've figured is you know, the basis of those horror tales. You have to look at old fairy tales, which yeah. are basically yes. invented to keep children yeah. in line. Yes, and I also look at the, the boogeyman or whoever, whatever yeah, you grim, want to call them. Look at the Grimm's. Yeah, the grim yeah, the they're very they're nasty. Terrifying. They're nasty. Yeah. They, yeah. The, the old German versions of them are. And horrifying. I also think there's there's something to be said about the disconnect of people these days in the tech to the modern world, yeah. where you don't know. Say you went out on a date or something, you really didn't know somebody, and that person tends not to be right. Yeah. And oh, all God, of, yeah. And you suddenly realize it, and you're going. Your defenses oh, are down because yeah. you're, you're not familiar with the real world around you yeah uh, i mean how many times you know have people just disappeared from meeting people yeah thought, exactly i mean that's terrifying it I mean, is and you I, don't know these days when i was a kid i remember fishing and this is kind of an off topic but no. not really but uh, i was you know i was a kid fishing down down by the lake uh, lake ontario there and this guy comes up to me and starts talking to me and my mother was sitting in the car behind because you know she didn't feel like hanging out with me um, but anyways, uh, she was watching from afar, you know, being a, a mother. And anyways, um, this guy comes up, starts talking to me. I swear to this day, that was Arthur Sharkcross. Oh, my God. I swear it was him. Oh, he had one. It wouldn't, you know, it, Cause, cause it makes it, sense. He prowled this area for a long and time. And originally, he, he went after children. Y yeah. yeah, people forget I that. had one yeah, like that. One of my, there was one called Wilder. It might be Doug Wilder. It was a serial killer. And he was a big fisherman and hunter. And he, 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 he would call people. One of my friends actually said he got a call from this guy. And I had a serial killer on my paper years ago. Jesus. He's oh, good they're, they're all around. I mean, he never, but he seemed, again, it's like the stereotype, but yeah. I would never have known. That's the thing. It, it never bothered me. The first time when you hear it, you're like, it what? Could be you. It could be him. What do you mean, could be? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Ladies and gentlemen, He's Michael DeLaRose's last public appearance. You see the, <laughs> the blood stains in my truck and the, the, yeah, the fabric? Exactly. Yeah. You never know. It's it's fake, but... Well, it's the stereo, but it's, again, it's the TV, the crazy... Well, no, they're pretty well... Yeah, but, and they yeah. do say truth is stranger than fiction, and mm -hmm. that, that is really true. And look how look how benign uh, um, Arthur Shawcross was. He looked like yeah. Homer Simpson. Yeah, he looked like he some guy you would see. Or John Wayne Gacy, the happy clown, yeah. and all this stuff. Oh, that that was creepy. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. creepy. Well, I tell people I don't walk in the park without my dog or something yeah. because. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, which, but yes, but <laughs> I'll pay the fine. I'll pay the fine. They all know me, but I saw some weird things. I saw a guy pushing baby parts around in a cart in the back of the woods one time. What? Yes, I think just an was... old guy walking around with doll parts uh, in a cart. I, think I got the hell out of there. Years yeah. ago, yeah. In, years yeah. ago in Pittsburgh, I, I'd heard a rumor, maybe up. it was just an urban legend, but there was a guy walking around downtown Pittsburgh with a severed head, and everybody left him alone because they thought it was, because there was the makeup school. Yeah. 
they thought it was a dummy's head. Probably around Halloween time. Yeah, yeah I maybe oh, that's an urban legend, but I, I've heard that story. There's other ones as well where people have committed suicide during Halloween, hung themselves from the tree. Yeah, and they and think people, it's a decoration. Yeah. And they sit there for a couple of days and they're like, hmm, that uh, decoration's kind of changing. Yeah, that decoration's and, uh, kind of smelling. It's attracting flies. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, it's it's happened before. I think know? a lot of horror represents the anxiety of the age. That's the thing. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. That's a big part of it. Because we wanted to do a whole series on that, didn't we? Like, look yeah. at the you know the fifties. Everything was atom- the atomic age. Yeah. Yeah, but then yeah. there's the funny scare. It's like it's good to be scared to be yeah. somebody else. It's good to let be able to let go and just feel. But I just think there's yeah. a lot of anxiety in the public square know, these I, I days. It's just a lot of, too. you know, even if you go out, it's just something in the air. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it, I think also horror films are def, definitely a reflection of uh, the time period in which they're made. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, like now, unless they're really creative, like uh, I didn't, I don't think we ever figured out his name. And I feel bad, but uh, the director of uh, Hereditary and uh, uh, Midsummer. Yeah, I've uh, heard that one's. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, uh, he um, is like to me like uh, currently one of the most creative filmmakers. Uh, I, I just like his style is so unsettling, and I prefer that. I, I like. Well, you want unsettling? We have to bring it up. Unfortunately, yeah. have you ever seen the movie Vulgar? No, is that the one with the clown? Yeah, yes. could you explain it, Zach? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, you will watch yourself after seeing it. I've seen films it, like that. it was made. Uh, uh, it was directed by Brian Johnson. Okay. Uh, he of Kevin Smith relation. Oh wow! And it's a clown who gets hired to do a party. Doesn't but he t- get killed and he comes back? Or something? No, no, but it turns out that they just want to. And, and I can I've summed it up in podcasts before with three words: clown ass rape. Yeah. Jeez. And when you mention vulgar to the right people who've seen it, you'll get, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to see that then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's going on my next list. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a thing to behold. Yeah. I'm just such a big fan of that uh, hereditary, man. It, um, I'm going to look it up. I'm God, I've seen it. It's Tony Collette's in that, it's I think. Not, yeah. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. She is one of the best actresses out there. Every time you see her, yep. she is entirely different. Yep. Uh, and I, I do love her in the I sixth sense. I love Tony Collette. She's I think she's so great. She's a chameleon almost. Yes. She can apply she's herself amazing. to anything. Don't drink your energy thing either. Be when it is. Yeah, oh, okay. She's well, amazing. And then, and then in Hereditary, Ari entirely Aster. different. That's his name? Ari Aster. Yeah, Ari Aster. I love you, man. Yeah. Great director. Um, and and uh, yeah. actually a friend of mine, uh, I think he's from New York, did some effects for him. Yeah, Hereditary, uh, Midsummer, as well as The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big fan. Uh, those, oh, are, you know, those are the only two movies he's directed. A, you know, Hereditary no, and Midsummer. No, well, no, feature films. Yeah, there's... Look up his uh, uh, short film, yeah, uh, College. I can't remember the name of it. It is fucked up. Well, there's <laughs> okay. TDF Really Works, The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. That's it. Yeah, that's oh, it. I've heard that name, too. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. love the way this guy I, thinks. Have you ever done If you done, want to take a shower done after watching TV that work? Have you done TV work? Yeah, ever? yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, I did. You know what's funny is I actually, um, do you remember um, back when they were doing like the ballistic uh, gel bodies and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that? I was the one who introduced the whole bloodletting part of it. Oh. Like, yeah, because, I mean, and I, I unfortunately served it to them on a silver platter. They came to me and they're like, oh, we want just gelatin blocks or whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, I could put skeletons and organs inside this thing yeah. with a circulatory system almost. And you can pierce it and it'll bleed. And, right. uh, and, and now that's like, oh, yes. Th- that's the commonplace nowadays. Yeah, yeah. And uh, wow. some, uh, uh, you know, a typical story, you always find someone to. I, I used to do Deadliest Warriors. I did uh, season one and then part, oh, no, part of it. Oh, no, I love that show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. Season one was all me. And then. Uh, Dude, that show was awesome. And before, they, they came to me for, with the pilot episode, and all they wanted was uh, uh, 
uh, ballistics gel body with no anything. Just okay, so just yeah. a straight gel. All right. And uh, so I talked him into it. I'm like, look, man, we can you can get away with this. There's blo- we can do bloodletting because it's not real. Right, exactly. It's and not even, a real person. It's not even represented as a real person. Exactly. It's and a even, medical you model. You can even make it a different color because you, sometimes they have that problem with yeah. the color. Just and, make it blue or something. And you tell me if that if that what didn't make that show skyrocket. Oh my yeah. god, dude! I'm telling you. you. Think of the show without that. It would be, it would be nose picking. Yeah. Big like, deal. Eh, whatever. Yeah. But no, with the, with the, yeah. And unfortunately, I gave it to them on a silver platter, and of course, uh, then after a while, they're like, oh, you're too expensive. I'm only the guy who kind of gave it to you. Yeah, I'm only the guy that created this. Jerks. <laughs> that's that's part of the film industry right there, but well, uh, in know. a nutshell. Oh, yeah, it sounds like it, though. But, oh, it's a lot of uh, backbiting and backstabbing. Yeah. But uh, that's why I kind of, you know, getting away from it and doing my own films is actually not, uh, it's so much better because, you know, I, I just, I, I want that ball to keep growing Well, one of the things rolling. we did, we went on about a sort of Nazi movies on the last podcast. Oh, my God, we did because, this whole thing about Because our one friend, we, we did, what kind of movie? So, what, uh... He's like, what's that movie with the Nazis was in space? It was Iron Sky. And then we all started getting into movies like with not different weird movies with Nazis. You know, I, I, I'm going to say this, and it's probably not going to earn me any points at all. But we don't care. I, I've lost I, so many I, um, I don't take, I don't choose sides, and uh, I'll tell you why. Because in in, uh, in oh, I just needed a moment there. Yeah. Um, in the uh, in the grand scheme of things, every society and every peoples have done something horrible to someone else. Yeah. And you know what? You can't get around that fact. Exactly. And the fact that the, the, uh, this one group of people, just because they're within the last hundred years, have been fucking demonized and, and well, screwed over. You know what I think over, it was? over again historically kind of makes me sick to my stomach. To go kind of historically, you know what I think it was? It was the fact that it was able to be documented. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, yeah. you go back to the Crusade. People mm-hmm. forget about the Crusade. Because they weren't, they weren't documented. To look at. Yeah. All that was documented was the goodness that the, the Christians right. were doing. It, and, it wasn't photographs. And the reality is, too, um, it was, uh, uh, you know, not the first time, but the manipulation of information as well. Yeah, propaganda. Um, yeah, exactly, because people, I mean, I, it was good. I'm not a denier at all, but no. but, the, but the thing of it is, is uh, what people have to realize, it was the end of the war. Uh, uh, they couldn't get food into the country to begin with because of, because of the, the, the blanket bombing of, uh, of Germany. Uh, there was just no food supplies. So you would think inside of these camps where they were work camps, these people were working and the, the, with the outbreak of cholera, you, I mean... They weren't getting food, of course not. No. So when the, when the alliance rolls in there and they're like, oh, look at these horrible, they're starving, they're, they're bur- a lot of that stuff is not what they made it to appear to be. Uh, but that's throughout history. Yeah, history is not what it appears to be. History is written by the winners. People right. like to take the right. paintbrush, but then it can be very complex. Like, I, get, I get bounced around a lot because I, I'm a big believer in the Apollo missions were faked. You know, to a point. The reality is, I, I believe they they were dead set on, on going to the moon. Everything up until the point where they realized they couldn't do it, and then they were like, "Okay, well, from this point, uh, we've we've created a machine in this system that's taking sixty billion dollars, you know, from, from the taxpayers." Um, so, you know, what's the next logical step? You get to a point where you realize you can't do the mission uh, through various reasons, say the Van Allen belts or whatever. Um, so, what do you do? Uh, do you just say you can't do it, or do you fake it, and then what do you do? You just created a, a, a nation and a society that's far above all these other countries because we have this capability that no one else is able to duplicate. Well, don't forget, well, it's the moon, moon rocks were alive, though. That's the thing. Yeah, they're alive, yeah, yeah. damn it. They were. Well, that was a lot of it was in terms of having a person up there, a man on the moon, because like Chinese and Soviet things they drilled in the soil. They did a lot more research, but this was nobody cares about that. Well, yeah. that's another 
story that might be uh, uh, on the chopping blocks. Yeah. Because China's been faking a bunch of their stuff as well. So oh, yeah. I mean, they every, all do. Every government's fake something. Do you past. see the one with the, the, the they're doing a, a walk outside of one of the uh, uh, one of their uh, crafts? Uh, uh, we're, we're swatting bees, folks. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, uh, and uh, the b- bubble comes out of the guy's helmet. Goes. Boop, boop. Yep. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Really? And, and, and you know, there's these people who are so. And I understand it, man. I, I want to believe that we can go out in space. And we, but the reality is, is uh, they they figured out we have these uh, Van Allen belts, you know, that, that uh, are radiation. Okay, now that could be bullshit too. Who knows? But let's just say, let's just run with that. So that means we've never gone past low Earth orbit, or what they call it, uh, LEO, right? Yeah. We've never gone past low Earth orbit. So explain to me exactly how we did it in the sixties if we can't do it now. Right. That, you had to get the moon thinking. at the right time because if you didn't land at a certain place, the radiation. Uh, bullshit. Would get it. Just logically thinking, it doesn't make sense. There's no way if we couldn't do it now, which there's, they'll freely admit we can't get past the belts. Then how is it we did it in the sixties? I mean, anyone with a logical brain. We'll just say, oh, okay, well, we did It makes you wonder, doesn't it? It yeah, really does. Yeah. Well, I, here's another thing, too, is I have a leg up because I know how to work with a camera. I know how to work with special effects. I've done wire gags. I know what it takes to fake things in the camera to make it look like what you want it to see. And guess what? I watched those Apollo missions when they're bouncing around on the moon. Horseshit. That's not real. That's in a studio. That's some secret location where they're, they're, they're filming. It's just not It's not real. Um, they used models. They used, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, Little kids enthralled by your guts over there. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's like, she can have them. Yeah, that's cute, though. Hey, what are the guts here on the floor? <laughs> Do I take these guts? With me? Um, but, yeah, look for skins uh, eventually. Uh, probably, I have to do, we have to do some sound work and uh, uh, tighten up some stuff, but maybe in less than a year, uh, I'll be promoting it heavy, so. Well, probably. no, I mean, and once we get wind of it, we'll help it. We, yeah. we, you know, at a local level, we can help out however we want. To a lot of people get the, it's like, oh, this is what I want to do. And everything's like, connect the dots, you know, filling the thing now in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. And all, honestly, if you ever get some time, we'd love to have you in, in studio to do a whole, like, yeah. we could do two hours just on the, just on this. Oh one. God, yeah, I could talk forever. Yeah, and that's what we love. <laughs> we love interesting people that'll talk forever. Okay. Makes our job easier. We yeah, exactly. Back. Makes our job a lot easier when we can just sit you back. schedule and like, it and I'll come down for a Halloween yeah. special. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we can, we'll get, we'll get a hold of, we'll get contact information. It's and the month. Yeah. It's the month, it's man. The month. Let's do it. But yeah. I don't know. Before these bees attack us. Yeah, maybe think, that's a good wrap-up. Eh? Yeah, we're going to run away, but yeah, we presented a lot of things to think about. And remember, be your own person. Don't be sheep. Yeah, don't be sheeple. It's bad. <laughs> On that one, Michael, thank you so yeah, much, man. So. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll, no wrap it up. we'll wrap it up. And, well, let's wrap it up now. Yeah, you, you look for our first movie that we uh, I uh, produced and directed as well as uh, was that the, uh, did the special effects. Book of Evil, yeah, yeah, the one I I'd heard about and I don't yeah. know why, but now I do. Kind of do you have a copy? I will, I will by the time I leave here. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll I'll give you a copy. Yeah, I, mean, I only I'll have two buy. left, but oh, I'll get them. Can buy you guys, them. Can yeah, you guys share? Buy. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll buy one. Yeah, no, I'll no, buy no, 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 not off me. Oh. They have it. On, they have them on the line, though. On Amazon, it's it's streamable as well. Oh yeah, but yeah, I like, I like to own, but I like to own. Yeah, I just okay, do. yeah. I'm one of those people that I like to own things. Unfortunately, it's it's not like one of those DVDs that comes with cool stuff. So. Ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it does have us talking about it. Some candy, stuff. Yeah. take as many candies as you want. Yeah, um, yeah man, that's awesome. Yeah. Book of Evil. Look for it. Skins coming soon. Uh, you know what? I do have uh, two copies. You know, maybe I'll. Uh, uh, 
give it to you guys, I guess, maybe. I mean, I'll leave the name out again, but you know, it's okay. I'll just have to order more. Yeah, exactly. What's weird is he gave me a box of movies. I went through all those, gave them away for Christmas gifts. I was going to say, how does that work? <laughs> they allot you a certain amount? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. But uh, if, uh, Wild Eye, if you're out there, uh, can you send me a box of uh, a Book of Evil, the movie that uh, I helped Do make? It. Do it. Send me a box so I can give them away. And this is, and by schmoozing everybody, this is how I will not get my acting break because nobody wants to see me on the screen. <laughs> If you guys are good, I'll even sign the. the hey, hey, we've even some of ours have been some of the things we promoted have been nominated for the best doves. Wow. I can't swim. That's true. But best plays, uh, we had a comic artist who has won several awards. She yes. uh, our friend, very shy about it, but she Caitlin Yarsky, she did a eight issue run with uh, Image nice. called Coyotes. One of the couple awards from there. We have that sounds familiar. I don't know why. It's it's really. We have cool. one of my friends who should be on, but she's too busy. Who's, Really doing really well. Just curious. <laughs> she might be listening. No comment. Yeah, but on that, right. thank you. Oh, thank you, man. And we'll thank get a hold of you. Yeah. We wanted to have you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. For all of us, for Rob, myself, for Mike, Michael, everybody Michael, else, Michael here. Del Rosa, Michael Del Rosa. Del Rosa. It's Italian. That's nice. We got the clowns abound. Billy's playing in the background. It's a good time to sign off from the Scream Fest. Look for it again next year. And uh, spooky, spook on, everybody. Yeah.